What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Multifamily Wealth Podcast. In this week's quick solo episode, I want to talk about the three most important processes or metrics that uh, multifamily asset managers need to manage effectively. And these are really the three most important processes, in my opinion, that dictate the success in the operations of a multifamily property. So wanted to record this episode because I think uh, the topic of operations is becoming a little bit more prevalent um, in the multifamily community, uh, at least comparatively to the last few years where everything was about finding deals, raising money, you know, putting up the big stats on LinkedIn on, and, and Instagram in terms of uh, we bought it at this, we sold it at that, we raised this amount of money, we gave our investors this amount, you know, this this percentage return. And we're very much returning to a marketplace where operations is critical. The the just the growth in the overall real estate market, uh, whether it's commercial real estate, multifamily real estate, etc., is not such that it's going to be bailing bad investors out. Um, and I think the best investors over the next twenty four months, the most successful ones, are going to be the ones that excel at the operational side of the business. So let's talk about the three most important processes that we manage in our business to ensure that we're operating our multifamily properties at a high level. So the first most important KPI process to manage is your vacancy length and minimizing the vacancy at your properties. Now there's multiple things that you can do here to, to minimize this figure. Um, I'm going to talk about one. Uh, the second most important process is going to somewhat relate to vacancy length, but I wanted to separate it as a different uh, component. But First things first, let's just talk about the leasing process as it relates to vacancy length and and how a dialed-in leasing process minimizes uh, the average vacancy at a property. Um, and I'm going to just talk about leasing on vacant units here and, and what that process should look like. So uh, if you're working with a management company, you should thoroughly understand all of the different components of their leasing process in terms of how do they take pictures? How do they write ad copy? How can tenants schedule showings? And, and, and how seamless is that process? How professional is the leasing staff? Um, how quickly do they process applications? Uh, how quickly can they get a lease signed after they approve an applicant? Um, you know, what does the move-in process look like? And all of those are different components of the leasing process, but it's important for each of those specific components to be dialed in, well thought out, and, uh, and just efficient, fundamentally speaking, so that when there is a vacant unit, you're working through the leasing process very quickly uh, and in a way that provides a high level of service to the future resident, you know, whoever that may be. Um, two components of that that I really want to stress is the uh, speed to schedule a showing. Let's say a tenant submits an, uh, you know, potential tenant submits an inquiry. Maybe they ask some questions, you know, maybe they're, you know, they, they get some answers from the leasing staff and then they want to walk the unit and, uh, you know, they send that, that, uh, request to see the unit on a Monday. If they can't see that unit until Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, that's just way too much time. <laughs> like too much time has passed, uh, in terms of being able to convert what is, what is what we would call a warm lead into, you know, a closed lease. And um, the goal here is to shorten that time frame as much as possible. And that's done by having, you know, an abundance of leasing staff that can actually physically meet the prospective resident at the property or can just meet them, you know, at the unit if they're an on-site staff um, or, you know, doing some kind of self-showing or offering some kind of self-showing service, which is what we're workshopping in our business right now. You know, basically we want 
that tenant who's interested in walking the apartment on a Monday to see it Monday afternoon, Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon, right? That's our goal. And then the second component of that is the speed of which we process applications. If a tenant submits an application, they're likely submitting them elsewhere uh, in, in addition to this unit. And we want to make sure we can work through that application process, get all the necessary information and, and documents from the prospective resident, get that processed and get it a, you know, get an answer to them within a day, two days, right? Like at the absolute latest. Um, so that again, we're putting ourselves in a position to convert that lead. So number one, efficiency of the leasing process, uh, which therefore helps us manage vacancy and uh, the speed at which we lease units. Number two is the renewal process and specific, you know, specifically the metric we want to track is renewal rate in our portfolio. How many tenants that sign a, a year lease sign another year lease when their lease is up? Um, different markets, different property classes have different standards here. You know, we just, you know, we'd like this to be over 50% in the majority of our markets and, and classes. And we try to manage towards that. Um, and it could be hard to, to, to track this data. Um, but again, that's, you know, what you need to do as an asset manager is figure out how to, to track this. Um, and again, you want to make sure your management company has a renewal process, right? Like how are they actually driving renewals at your property, at their clients' properties, et cetera. And one thing that we like to track above and beyond this that really uh, dictates the tenant's satisfaction uh, and therefore increases the likelihood that they're going to renew a lease is, uh, you know, one little specific part of the process in terms of the maintenance response time. So for most tenants, and I shouldn't, you know, most is, is maybe an arbitrary term I'm using here because I don't have a ton of data to back this up, but we found that one of the reasons that, uh, that folks don't renew a lease outside of major life events. You know, they're moving out of town, they're buying a house, something like that. You know, if they're assuming that they're just staying in the same type of uh, you know, property in the same market, one of the reasons that tenants don't renew and decide to go move somewhere else is because there's a, a, a pretty slow maintenance response time. You know, their water heater breaks, takes five days to get it fixed. Not getting... Um, you know, the, the washer, the dryer's not working, they can't do laundry, and it takes three, four, five days to fix. Stove is broken, takes three, four, five days to fix. Um, if that happens a one-off time, yeah, you can probably get past it. If that happens a couple times in a one-year lease term, you're really going to leave a bad taste in that resident's mouth. And then, you know, maintenance response time is one piece of it. And then the overall pleasantry or the, or the, the overall nature um, or just, you know, uh, attitude of the maintenance staff and of the maintenance coordinator who's coordinating the work is also important as well. Important to note that maintenance staff is really, uh, you know, they're they're fixing things, but they're also really the customer service facing individual in a property management company and in a, you know, just a multifamily business because they're the ones that are getting in the tenant's unit post move in and actually interacting with them. So making sure that maintenance staff is professional, courteous, um, you know, that they get things fixed the right, the you know, fix things correctly the first time. All of this is important. And basically managing the maintenance process, specifically tracking the average maintenance response time and making sure things get fixed right. And, and you have pleasant folks that are actually interfacing with tenants is really important because that drives tenant satisfaction, which then drives renewals. Lastly, and this is a little bit more specific to value add deals. You absolutely have to manage the capex ex execution component of the business plan, um, you know, really, really closely. So, a couple of things here: you want to make sure that the work is being done in a timely fashion, and that contractors are delivering on their promised timelines when they get into units, or you know, they're doing exterior work. 
and you need to constantly be managing the unit cost versus your budgeted cost and making changes along the way. If you start straying from your budget too significantly, um, you know, constantly discussing this with your property management company, trying to get on the same page with them about where we need to be from a construction cost standpoint and, um, and just constantly keeping an eye on that process and, and revisiting how the CapEx implementation, the CapEx ex- execution is going on a week to week, you know, month to month basis and making sure that you are not deviating too significantly from your scope, your budget and your timeline. So those are the three processes that uh, great multifamily asset managers really keep an eye on and, uh, and just manage with an iron fist. Um, obviously, there's others that are important to, to discuss here, managing expenses, you know, obviously making sure that, um, that there isn't expense growth or waste from a maintenance repair standpoint. But I think if you take care of the leasing process and therefore reduce vacancy length, you're also going to increase average rents uh, with an effic- efficient leasing process as well. But again, that's, you know, not, not to, that's an ancillary benefit here, not one that I believe is core to that. So vacancy lake, the renewal process, CapEx ex- execution, if you manage all of that extremely well, oftentimes the rest of uh, everything you need to worry about will somewhat start to fall into place. Um, so I hope you gained some value from listening to this episode. Um, if you are interested in learning more about our business, Aligned Real Estate Partners, and potentially partnering with us on deals, passively investing in our deals, Head to alignedrep.com slash invest to apply to join our investor list. And um, as always, thanks again for listening. I always want to ask for a a five-star rating and review if you found any value in this episode or other episodes of the podcast. So if you haven't left a rating and review, please do so. But thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you guys next time.